Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the 20-somethings podcast. My name is David. You know, we got the crew up in here. You know, we got the 20-somethings here. We back. Happy New Year. Um, 20-somethings got some new content for you guys. So, you know, real quick, just to start off the new year, we have a roll call real quick, you know? Are you there? What's good, bro? What's good? Happy New Year. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Hmm? See you, bro. <laughs> I'm here. Here in the building. Melody? Here. Nikki? Hey, guys. Wow, you guys sound even better in 2022. Wow. And we look better, too. Respectfully, so yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been a minute. You know, it's been a couple weeks since we've actually released something. I think our last episode was the recap for 2021. And, you know, in these couple weeks, you know, the gang, we've been sitting back and trying to, you know, figure out what we want to do for this new year, how we want to be more consistent, you know, the plans that we have and everything. So this year, our resolution is to be more consistent, you know, to come with it this year. Right, guys? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Respectfully, respectfully. So um, real quick, you know, before we actually go into our topics and stuff, um, how are you guys doing? Fiend, how are you doing? How's life? Life is good. The new year started out great. I feel like I'm a bit more disciplined, and I hope to continue that throughout the year. So, yeah. Amen. How's your mental health? Um, we give glory to God, you know. Could be better. I feel like I'm very neutral at the moment. So, yeah. Beautiful. How about you, uh, Nikki? How's how's how are you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, I'm happy for the new year. I feel like I started off on the right foot. Um, I'm about to start back school again, so I'm trying to get my brain prepared for that. But overall, I'm doing good. And how's your mental? Um, I give it like an eight out of ten. It's pretty good right now. Oh, mm-hmm. eight is high. Eight is- I know. <laughs> How about you, Melody? How are you doing? Um, well, uh, I feel like I look better than I feel. But, you know, when you look good, you feel better. So it's like, I don't know, started off the year kind of iffy. But, you know, I'm only hoping for the best. So there's still 12 more months to go. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, true. How's your uh, mental, your mental health? I think this week I'm in a better place. Uh, I think I'll give it a six. I think last week was a three. But, you know, we're making progress. So, alive and well. So, we thank God. That's good. I like to hear that. Uh, how about you, Oreo? How are you doing? Um, I'm good. I'm doing all right. You know, uh, hanging in there. I think, um, you know, the new year is definitely... A lot of transition, a lot of changes happening. So I've been sort of working through those. But uh, yeah, I mean, I can't really complain, man. Honestly, uh, so I'm I'm good. I'm good. And you're, you know, mental. Yeah. Mental. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, mentally, I, I think I'm 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 pretty good. Um, I'm in a happy place right now. So I won't say like I'm like super focused or anything. I just uh, I'm just trying to be like even, you know, some people feel like, oh, you know, we transitioned to a new year. So it's like everything just now magically changes. Let me 
transform myself, but mm-hmm. I'm just trying to like transition myself. You know, I'm still like, I'm still like writing goals. I'm still like, you know, trying to get into good habits. So it's still like transitionary. Out of 10. Yeah. What are you? Oh, uh, maybe I give it a seven, eight. Seven, eight. Yeah. That's passing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, David? Thank you, Phil. I was going to say, like, nobody's going to ask me. Like, um, I'm doing good. Uh, You know, we thank God. 2021 was really good. I think I kind of talked about that in the last episode. Lots of blessings, you know. Thank God for all those things. But um, in 2022, I'm only hoping for better Uh, personal growth, you know, financial growth, being more responsible. So, and a uh, wife. You know, we're looking good. You said what? You're looking for a wife. Hey man, if, if that's Yahweh's plan, and a child, I'm with it. So. This is hey, actually, mm-hmm. I, I'm about to be 23 this month. <laughs> so remember that episode when I was like 23. David's birthday month. Hey, 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 hey. No. But yeah, um, but my mental health is, I think, is good. I, th- I would say it's probably like a 76.3. Why do you have to do all that? <laughs> Yeah, because, like, (laughs) I don't want to, like, say it's quite, like, an 80. I would say it's a 76.3. I'm really grateful. Like, I'm still kind of reflecting on 2021. And, you know, if you look at a lot of other people's situations, you know, like, I'm I'm not in that position. And I'm just really thankful that, you know, where where God's really put me. So I can't really complain about anything really right now. So I'm just hoping to, you know, push forward. So, yeah. For sure, Ski. But yeah, uh, speaking about mental health, though, um, one thing when we were talking about during our little, you know, break or like two week break or whatever, uh, we were talking about our niches and, you know, we're kind of, you know, talking about what it should be, especially in 2022. Like some of us thought it should be romance, like, like me. Uh, um, you know. <laughs> that's the last thing on my list. <laughs> and, um, you know, as 20 somethings podcast, we want to get topics that are really important in our 20s that really relate to people. So. One of those things was mental health, and I feel like mental health is something that on just all across social media is talked about a lot. Some people think it's like kind of exaggerated at sometimes. I say like sometimes it's not really catered to sometimes, but you know that's what we're gonna talk about today. So um, I want to ask uh, Melody, like, what what do you think? Do you feel like in our generation, or like for you personally, like? Mental health is something that you don't really like, you know, mess with like that. Do you feel like it's kind of over exaggerated on social media? Like, what's the vibe? What do you think? Um, <clears throat> well, I majored in social work in school, so mental health is just always, I'm just like, it's just right there. Um, not that I'm an expert or anything, but like, it's just something that's really important to me, um, especially learning about it for myself and the people around me, strangers, your friends, family, everything. Um, I think when it comes to our generation, um, social mental health is, um, it's weird. It's a weird thing to understand because a lot of people have so many different takes. Um, a lot of people don't really view it as, um, you know, a necessity because, you know, you you can't see it. So if you can't see something, it's not a priority. Right. Um, so I think that's where a lot of people are at. But then on the other hand, you know, um, mental health, I think for some people is just, you know, that's their entire life. That's, that's where they, 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 um, 
function from. Like, okay, if my mental health is not where it needs to be, then nothing else can be okay. Um, and I think that's a, a pretty healthy place to be in because I think for a long time, people didn't view mental health as something that was important that you needed to take care of. So if the mental was failing, they didn't know that the mental was failing and then the physical would also be failing. Everything else is failing because they have depression or because they're anxious or because, you know, so many different things are going on in the mind. So I think now that we've come to a place in our society where we're understanding that the mental is just as important as the physical, as it, as the spiritual, as the emotional, the financial, you know, so many different um, categories, I think we're going to a better place. Um, but I think on the other side, there's um, some people that just, they just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just a kind of a weird thing. Um, I think when we're talking about on FaceTime, it's like, the older generation, the younger generation, how they view it, and um, yeah. So. I feel you. I feel you. Um, how about you, Nikki? What do you think? Like, what's your experience with it with mental health? Um, I feel like I never really paid attention to my mental health until like I got older as an adult. And I mean, you guys know my mom's a therapist, so like it's something I kind of just was like, oh, that's for those people, or that's for people that are crazy, or people that are suffering, but. I never really thought of it as something that's like an everyday like necessity that you need to keep up with and take care of. So I feel like now that I'm a little bit more educated on it, I value it a little bit more and I kind of prioritize like, okay, this is affecting my mental health. I'm going to take it out of my life. I'm going to stop doing it, whatever. <clears throat> but at the same time, I still feel like um, it's something that it's like a continuous journey. I don't think it's just like, oh, one day you do this and you're fixed. It's like, it's a process. And I think a lot of people like, for example, that go to therapy or are working on their mental health, they feel like it's an instant switch and they're gonna be healed right away. But nothing in life works like that. So I feel like um, when people don't get the results they quickly want, they're just like, oh, that, that's nonsense. Let me just keep doing what I'm doing. I'm fine anyway. So like, I feel like there's a lot of education that needs to happen um, regarding mental health and especially in the black <laughs> the black and african community <laughs> um but yeah that's how i feel about it uh nick quick question um you're you say your mom's a therapist right yes so has she been like a therapist for most of your life or like was there a time where like i don't know that wasn't like a thing um she's been a therapist for like most of my life yeah so like was that like in your upbringing like in mental health like kind of, I don't know, ingratiated in how you were raised, like, was yeah, it, like, I important? Like, looking back, like, the way that I was um, brought up and the way she parented me, it was always, like, okay, how does this make you feel? What, you know, how, what, um, what can we do to make you feel better about this? Like, my emotions was always put very high, but I didn't really, like, think anything of it because I just thought that that's how you raise a child. Like, I just didn't assume that it was anything special but like now looking back i feel like it was really prioritized in my house but i just didn't really see the value of it yeah yeah i think that's really like unique too especially for african home like african homes like mm -hmm. i mean most of the time i feel at least from my experience and i think probably some other people's like it wasn't really something that was really talked about like that like mental health i feel like even not even just in our homes just like in society in general Probably within the last five years or so, it's probably been more like emphasized or so. But yeah, how, how about you, Fane? Like, did you grow up with like mental health being emphasized in your house like that? Like, how was it? 
Not really. Um, because sometimes, like, you know how, like, with mental health, you just don't feel it some days. Like, you're just not feeling all the way there. So trying to express that in a manner to, like, your parents sometimes can come off as, like, what are you talking about? You're just speaking nonsense. Just, you know, keep it moving. And it's just like, okay, um, let me just internalize everything and keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. It wasn't until, like, until I got to, like, college until I realized, like, what truly is mental health. Because, like, growing up, mental health was like, oh, they just don't have any control over their minds, so they have to go to therapy. They have to be admitted somewhere, etc. But, like, as I was in college and as, you know, I grew, it's like mental health presents itself in multiple ways, such as, like, burnout, lack of motivation, things like that. Like, people don't realize those are mental health issues. They just chalk it up to, oh, it's just another phase of my life. It's the norm, everyday sort of thing. So I definitely agree that mental health has been emphasized a lot these last few years. I mean, I think we're the first generation to have mental health days count as sick days now in the workplace because that wasn't a thing before. Um, so it's just very interesting to be part of like both generations that mental health wasn't that empathized or emphasized, not empathized. And then now where it's almost overemphasized in certain situations. So, mm. yeah. Okay, you said overemphasized. Um, like, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Like, what do you mean by overemphasized? And, you know, I always hate to go back to social media, but it's like social media is so integrated in our lives that it's a great example to pull mm -hmm. from. Um, but I feel like sometimes, I don't want to say people use it as a crutch because I don't want to invalidate anyone's feelings. There's another thing that I haven't said before, but now I'm learning to say, you know, but it's like, I feel like nowadays you kind of not walk on eggshells, but you have to kind of take a second thought before you say certain things otherwise it could be like oh you're invalidating my feelings oh you're gaslighting me oh your emotional intelligence is low things that i hadn't had to think of in the past like i have to overthink of it now and sometimes it's not even applicable in the situation but people will weaponize that and use it against you because it's easier to say oh you're attacking my mental because once again mental health you can't really see on a person versus physical health if i'm punching someone they're gonna be like ah you're beating <laughs> someone else but if i'm using my words like you know people can't really say oh you're hurting me with your words it's like catch yeah, 22 exactly. in that case so. yeah that point is really important i think we're gonna uh, come back to that but all right real quick i just want to ask you your experience with uh mental health growing up like you know was it like emphasized when growing up was it something that you know you using your life now like what's your journey with that uh, I think in my household, it wasn't really emphasized. Um, that's not to say like it was a toxic environment or anything like that, but, um, it definitely wasn't like at the forefront, even the word mental health, the phrase of that, that's something I've just become familiar with now recently, you know, um, before, like, I mean, I guess there were instances of it, like, at school, like, I, I remember, like, there was a time when, um, I hope this guy don't hear. <laughs> I hope he don't hear this when I say. <laughs> you, do you know what I'm going to say? I think so. <laughs> it's not the one where we were, it was where, so that same kid, 
the kid who um almost drowned you in the pool. Like Can we put a little um, bit of context in that, man? I don't wanna be looking like some kind of pussy. I don't wanna go into details because I don't want the guy to like if he if he if Wait, just real quick before you do that. <laughs> so back in our <laughs> elementary days, right? Because look at Fiend's face right now, she's like, What the <laughs> Um, you know, we used to go to have swim days like in the summer. And uh, you know, I was swimming, you know, I was like Michael Phelps in that place, man. And you know, one time I was swimming and my leg is just like very long. So it just when I was swimming, like I wasn't swimming and thinking about other people, I was just like swimming like that. And my leg accidentally hit the guy's foot like this. And like he he had some kind of I don't know. I don't, know, I don't know what he was housing in himself. I'm, I'm not even trying to joke. Like, he was housing a spirit. And he literally took my head. I was, like, probably seven years old. Took my head, looked at me, and then put it down into the water. And I was drowning. Took my head. This is a big guy, too. Took my head, put my head underwater. And I was looked at like, you? thinking about it. God, this is my last day. It's my last minutes. And then I think after a while, Ari got him off of me or something like that. But that's what happened. So, yeah, I was seven years old. But anyway, I'll go. Ari saved your life. I don't know about the save. I don't remember saving him. <laughs> I might have, honestly. Because I think we were all around the same amount. And I've seen some disturbance in the water. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, that same kid, he, he was having a panic attack. What I le- later learned to be a panic attack, uh, because the, and not to be a joke or anything, but his straw had like um, gone too far inside of his Gatorade bottle, so he couldn't get it out, and then he started having a panic attack. So as a kid, I'm looking, I'm like, why is this guy freaking out over a panic, like of a, the the straw in the Gatorade bottle? But later I learned that that's like something that people struggle with, like. OCD or that will cause them like a trigger, have a trigger of a panic attack, like something like that. So it's only something I've now recently become more like hip to. Um, but yeah, that's like a, just a short, like emphasis, uh, background on like what my experiences with mental health is not really like, you know, anything like in my childhood that I was, that I can really, you know, think about. It wasn't really emphasized like that in my, in my home. Yeah. How about now though? Yeah. Uh, I think it's more, um, that's a good question. I think it's more local depending on like my one, one-on-one relationship with my siblings, not necessarily like us as a family unit, um, mostly because we don't live with each other anymore. So like some of my siblings, we talk about that stuff, um, like mental health and, you know, when I, there was a period of time I was at work, I was going through a really stressful situation. And it was really like messing with my head, like it was really making me sad, you know. Um, so I mean, I talk with my family about that when I get into like, you know, those kinds of um, circumstances. But just like casual talk, like, oh, how's your mental health? Like, are you depressed? The things like I don't really, we don't really do that to this day. But what about do you do you think you communicate that to like your friends as well, or do you try to keep it like within your family? Um, I kind of have like, is it a philosophy? I guess so. I mean, it's kind of like a loose way about way I go about things, which is uh, I don't really feel the need to burden people with what I have, whatever I'm going through. Like, I don't think it is beneficial. And I, you know, I don't really mind 
it sounds kind of toxic, but I don't mind like bearing that because I it, I've never had any like something affect me. Now some people hear that and say, "Oh man, you probably has a lot of baggage you're gonna unload one day." Honestly, no. Like I don't really feel like I had that, you know. So, but like there's situations where like I'm like I might really like I'll hit up my main ones like you know like and be like, "Yo, like I'm not really like I'm down right now," you know what I'm saying? But other than that, no, like, not to you, I'm not going to bring I want to talk with you about fun stuff, you know? I don't want to talk about that. I, feel, that I, feel, like, stuff, you know? I feel like that's an awkward <laughs> conversation to bring up. Like, I understand what you're Very saying. Very awkward. Like, maybe with my mom, I could talk about some certain ways, some things and stuff. But, like, I'm not going to be like, hey, like, what's good? Like, I'm depressed as hell. Like, what's good? Like, I, I don't know how to, like, really, like, bring that up with friends, I think. I think maybe I'll say it in ways. I'll just, like, maybe kind of tell my story, what's going on. I feel like with my friends, I can vet more about, let's say, like, maybe relationship stuff. And then maybe in there, it can affect my mental health or something like that. But just on a casual day, I, I, I'm not like, oh, hey, Nikki, I'm anxious. Like, I, I'm not going to, like, be like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's, like, it's kind of awkward to do. Do you think that that's, like, a, like a cultural thing? I, feel, I don't think it's just cultural. Because I feel like even American, like, Maybe they'll, like, I feel like they just wouldn't have that approach with it. Like, it would come in a different way. You don't just be like, hey, bro, I'm depressed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's, uh, uh, I you can like, prove me wrong. I don't know. I feel like um, it just comes from a place of not wanting to look vulnerable in front of, like, other people. Because nobody really knows how to voice, like, hey, I'm really going through a rough time. Like, it usually comes from people probing, like, is everything Okay. Blah, 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 blah. But nobody really comes out and says, I'm really struggling with this right now. Please listen to me. Like, it's it's hard to say that because you don't want to look weak. I mean, at least speaking personally for me. I think that. And I also I was just going to say, I think but that is more of a, and this might be a generalization, but I think that's more of a male thing. Um, because I think even within our group, as we're all saying, oh, you know, I can't do this or I'm not typically one that is this, a lot a lot of us do things more than the other person and that is split up between male and female. So I, I just because I speak to Fee and Nikki more, we talk about things that are a little bit, you know, more intimate. I don't hear those things from David and Aura, right? Because I feel like women are a lot more emotional and we're a lot more expressive. So I feel like that lack of vulnerability is just because a lot of men are afraid of being vulnerable amongst themselves, amongst Males, um, you know, so it's just it's a matter of like, okay, this is what's the point of talking about my feelings, um, but yeah, I just feel like it's a it's a, it's a lot more, and I don't like that we split it into a divide, but I just feel like it is female and male when it comes to those things. I, I think you're true to an extent, right? Like, um, I feel like even within males, it depends on the the level of friendship too. For example, like I could tell Ari about stuff that like I probably wouldn't tell like maybe a or Waterloo, or IK, or or just one of my other friends, or something like that, just because of the level of friendship, and, like, we're all males, but, like, I'm not going to come up and be like, hey, no, 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 this is what I'm going through, or something like that, so, I, I feel like it's a level of friendship, too, so. We had a discussion before, where it's like, um, there's a degree, and women might disagree, but there is a degree of deprioritization of men's feelings I agree. in a societal way but you know, um, but you know men i'm not trying to put blame <laughs> on men on this one 
I'm not trying to, but it's patriarchy. And who built the patriarchy? Men. I'm just saying, because the norm was men are supposed to be strong, breadwinners, stay strong, you can't have any problems, you have to provide for this family. Whereas women were to, they're supposed to be nurturers in nature, right? So there's more time for them to be in more in tune with their feelings and emotions. Now, in the generation we are, we are now noticing that toxic masculinity in things and trying to make men you know, express themselves more and stop keeping things bottled up. And that's why suicide rates for men are much higher because they don't express their emotion. So now we've acknowledged this and it's starting to become more of a priority. But I will agree, it was deprioritized just because that's how the societal norm was. Men don't have emotions. Don't cry. Suck it up. Be a man. Like, that's just, you know, norm. Not saying it's good. Not saying I agree. Before the men come in my inbox talking nonsense. Wait, but like, what would you do if like, let's say like your boyfriend was like crying to you about something? Like, how would you react? I'm not going. But really, guys, like, you guys don't know how to react. I feel like like because I'm a a very emotional person, and you guys laugh at me if you want to. I will cry with him, like, just because I'm a very emotional. You see what I mean? Like, we're we're a society that. I feel like I have the same reaction. I feel like society society doesn't accept things like that. Oh, that's corny, right? Because it's it's corny. That's what it is. Like, the two of you are crying. Why are you crying? Can you get, you know what I mean? Like, that's not a thing that we do typically. But I feel like, like, everybody is different. I'm a very emotional person. Like, I, I, I can cry for anything. You guys just won't see it. But I feel like when it comes to a relationship, if I was, if my man was crying to me, like, and we're already on that level of deepness, it's like, dang, like, for you to come to me and bring this type of burden, like, I really appreciate it. That would make me cry, number one, and I'm crying now because you're already, you're going through something, too, and I love you, and I'm feeling it as well. So it's like, typically, that wouldn't be the answer because our society is like, what the hell? Like, what are you crying about? Like, as a man, why are you crying to your girlfriend? Or why are you crying to your woman about a situation mm-hmm. that you can deal with on your own? But everybody's different, though. So. I think it's also, like... Go ahead, Nick. I'm not gonna lie, it would really throw me off. Like, I would think it was a joke or something because it's like it's something I don't see often. So, I'm gonna be like, Are you for real right now? Like, and then they're gonna say, like You're being so insensitive. This is why I never tell you about my feelings. But it's just like, if you do some, if you don't do something for so long and then you start doing it, it's like, Whoa, like, is this even real? So, I feel like as a whole, we have to be like a little bit more accepting of that. But we can't accept something that's not being done. So it's like a a weird, you know. I feel like in that situation, yeah. oh, sorry, Faye, if you were going to say something. I was just going to say, I think it's also rooted in, like, cultural things as well. Because when Melody said, like, why are you crying? Like, it just flashed back to me of, like, when African parents are like, why are you crying? Stop all that crying. So it's like, I'm just not used to, even if my, when my female friends cry to me, I'm kind of just like, it's okay. It's okay. Like I don't know who comfort. So imagine like a whole man. I'm just gonna be like in shock. Like pure. I wouldn't laugh, but, but I just have emotions here now. Like shock. guys have emotions. I'm not saying they don't, but you also have to realize like my upbringing. Like I have to unlearn that behavior and be like, okay, they're actually going through something instead of me being like, why are you doing all this crying? This. Get it together. So, but, you know, I'm learning day by day, yeah. too. I feel like when it comes you know. to, like, male emotions, it's, like, so funny. Like, 
I feel like a lot of times, like, girls be like, oh, you know, you should open up and, you know, show your emotion. And then, like, kind of like the same thing, like, you guys were talking about. You're not used to men doing that. So when it is happening, you're like, like, you're like, stop, man up. So it's like, what are you, like, what are we supposed to I don't- do? It's like, we want to be vulnerable. We want to do that. But what it is, is like, man, you want to be like, Exactly. So it's like, I think you guys need to do it more. I think it needs to be done more because nothing's going to become acceptable if you guys stop doing it. Then we're never going to get used to it. But if someone continues to do it, we're just going to go, okay, it's normal for men to cry. Because it's been so many years of like, men, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. That's what we're used to. So to unlearn that behavior, you have to do the behavior so society gets used to it. I really actually thought like grown men could not cry. Like I actually believed they didn't cry because there was one time at church, a man was giving a testimony. He started crying and I asked my mom, I was like, boys can't cry. Like, is this for real? And like, she was like, yeah, like everybody cries. But it's just like, I never seen a man cry in my life. And then this man is boohoo crying in front of the church. I'm like, what is this? But like the fact that I even thought like that is a problem. I feel like what, about um oh you know your man is crying like i feel like that's an excuse to say you're not going to express your emotions because if you're going to express your emotions you're going to express your emotions especially around someone that you love so to make the excuse of oh like she's not going to accept me like you're in a relationship what what are you talking about like if you've already made you've made a decision to be in a relationship why why keep that to yourself like express what you need to express if they're not going to accept it then move on like and that goes for both parties so i feel like that excuse of oh she's not gonna accept me or she's gonna turn me away like like fiend said if you're not being consistent and she's gonna look at you like you're crazy the first time but like if you're gonna hoard your feelings and harbor your feelings then that's nobody's fault but yours at the end of the day Um, i feel like it's true to an extent but like if you Number one, for a guy to like express their feelings is number one, especially because we talked about the patriarchy is not something easy to do. And so once we finally do it, if we're like kind of, you know, disciplined or like, what the hell? Like, what are you doing? We're not going to, number one, we don't already want to do it. So like once that happens, like we're not going to be encouraged, encouraged to do it even more. Not say that it's that person's responsibility for that. But I'm going to say we're all humans. Like if you, if you want to like, express your emotion or something and you get a negative reaction from that naturally you're not going to want to do that again so i feel like it's a both side thing like let's not be like oh express your emotion and when it comes you're like eh, like don't touch me like be a bit more accepting of that too like accept what you're asking for of course so what steps can we take as a society because it's like okay men be more emotional women accept it but it's like it has to be more, i'm gonna tell you some yeah like more action because you can. It's easy to just say it, but like actually practice it in everyday life. It's like, you know. So I say, number one, the first thing that needs to stop is the man versus woman talk. It needs to end. And when I say that, I mean particularly the reference back to the patriarchy thing. It's correct to an extent, but it has it doesn't contribute to any forward progress. Because, yeah, there's a patriarchy, but I bet that over 50% of males alive today don't, don't did not contribute to that foundation of what it is built up to. So I think the knowledge of it is fine. I think most men know that men are responsible for the environment that 
we are currently living in, but it doesn't doesn't really help with my I'm hurt right now and it's hard for me to express myself to you because I don't think that you you are gonna take me seriously or I don't think you're gonna hear me out. Like you saying to me, Oh, but the patriarchy does nothing for that situation as a man. But that's not something someone would say in the moment. People it's say like all the time. Systemic racism. But here's the thing, it's like systemic racism. In order to undo those building blocks, you have to acknowledge what is being done. So yes, patriarchy is going to have to be brought up and say, hey, these actions you guys do is what's contributing to the patriarchy. If we stop doing this, this will allow access for this to occur. So we can't say, let's disregard the patriarchy and never bring it up again. No. And I'm not also saying like when someone starts crying, I should say, it's your fault. You're the the man you contributed. No, I'm not going to say that either. But we have to be cognizant of what could contributed to where we are now so i'm not saying bring it up every time but don't disregard it either let me ask you a question you can't move forward without acknowledging the let past. me ask you a question yeah will we ever reverse the patriarchy honestly i don't know it's like asking will we ever reverse racism exactly. that's my whole point so i like i said in my point acknowledging it okay I feel like most men already know, like, that there is a patriarchy. I'm obviously making a mass generalization. You could probably point out local instances where that's not true. Cool. But if you want to, um, if you want to make it chronological and be like, okay, the step to you being able to have an environment where you can feel like you're comfortable and sharing your feelings, number one, let's eradicate the patriarchy. That's like one of the largest tasks ever. And it very likely will never get to that point so right you know what i'm saying like the best we can do is like okay we know it exists so that's why i said in order for it to move past that i think we just need to like i think we know let's not continue to bring this up in conversations when men are trying to tell you that hey my mental health is my mental health is my mental state and i feel like i'm not able to communicate that to you like can we move beyond that you get me this, that's my. Right. That's what I want to say. Like you're an educated man, right? But I'm gonna tell you, majority of men I know don't believe this the patriarchy. They think everything is still like equality, fifty fifty. Like they don't realize because when you're living in that, I don't want to say privilege, but when you're living because it's not a privilege, it's kind of hindering you guys in this aspect. But when you're living in a system that benefits you in certain situations. Sometimes you just don't know you're in that system because you're like, this is the norm for everything. So I'm not saying like when someone comes to me and they're like, I'm not feeling well, I need to express my emotions, my mentals. I'm not going to say like, well, that's the patriarchy for you. I mean, we can't do anything till the patriarchy is dismantled. That's just impossible, like you stated. But I think it this boils down to a microscopic level, you and that person will reach an agreement and just say, okay, when you're feeling like this, come to me, Tell, let's have a cold word, write in your journal, write a letter to me. If you want to cry on my shoulders, just let me know. Like, And sometimes you can't plan these things. Mental health is unpredictable. Sometimes it's just in the moment. But I think it's good to have those conversations one-on-one. Those many, many one-on-one conversations will contribute to a larger movement. As we've seen done with multiple things. I feel like I'm talking too much, but that's my 
Salah and all of this. See, I, I agree with you, Fee. Um, and I, I don't think if I came to you and I was like, oh, Fee, I'm, I'm feeling down. I don't think, oh, it's your fault. Get out of here. Like, I don't think you would do that. I hope not. But um, I feel like when we say, like, if we're talking about mental, like, mental health, obviously we're going to acknowledge that patriarchy or something like that. But especially with someone my yeah. age, like, I was born in 1999 or something like that, I may benefit from a patriarchy, mm -hmm. but it's not necessary that I'm the one who built this. I'm not the, I'm not going to say, like, I, I understand the benefit that has brought me and I understand the negatives that it brings to, like, women and stuff like that. But I, when I'm talking about my mental health, like, obviously we acknowledge that, but I feel like we should... Like Ara said, like if we're gonna move on, like let's focus on something that can like kind of push it forward rather than be like, okay, the patriarchy is the reason why it is like that, which it probably is. Honestly, I mean, that's how like men have come up, grown up, and stuff like that. But I didn't necessarily ask for this. I didn't necessarily like you know sign up for this. I benefit from it, but like I'm not saying like you know this is the best way either. So I want to um, add something. I think when we talk about like the like patriarchy i feel like we're making it a lot smaller than it is um patriarchy is is huge like the reason why we like there's a lot of things that are going on there's a lot of things that are happening there's a lot of things that we benefit from there's a lot of things that we don't benefit from because of patriarchy like it's literally it's written in in, in everything that we do so it's like if you look at like little 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 things it can point back to patriarchy like it's it's not as my new or just as you know just like oh it's just a thing like it's it just it's it's like a foundation for a lot of things that are ex that we're experiencing now um even like in therapy for example there's not a lot of male therapists there's not a lot of a male you know things like that just in general simply because like you know the man is supposed to do certain things women are supposed to do certain things so when it comes to studying something the man is not going to pay service because he doesn't care he doesn't it, a lot of them just don't care about that um so i think when we talk about like solutions moving forward, um, I feel like that's personal work. I feel like that's an individual work to do. Um, I feel like some of you, you understand that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Put the work in for yourself. Um, soul search and, and, you know, and this is just on both ends. What does that mean? What is soul? What is that? What is soul searching? Understand yourself as an individual, like to, pl to place the onus on anybody else. I feel like is a little bit irresponsible. Um, I feel like, especially at our age, we're growing a lot older. Um, so if you don't understand your mental health, that's like a, that's a basic thing in life. If you don't understand the things that, that trigger you, things that make you happy, things that make you sad, like these are things that you need to work on as an individual for yourself. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people our age mm -hmm. don't, they don't care about that. Um, I feel like we're doing better now. I just feel like that's not a priority for a lot of us. So I feel like the the answer to that for me personally is to just do a lot of self work. So. I agree with that. Oh, sorry. Go on. Go on. I was gonna say, um, this like stuff about mental health. We didn't know about it when we were younger. So I think it's kind of our job now, like yep. when we have kids and kids around us, teach them the importance of that because that's how they grow up and you know make these things habits like. If I never had a mom that told me about mental health, I probably wouldn't be as aware as I am now. But like now that I know, I'll pass that information on to other people, younger people. Right. Makes sense. Um, quick question. Just my last okay. question about the whole patriarchy thing. Um, this is for the ladies in particular. And there are, you can kind of just a few have an opinion on it. Do you feel like, um, you know how we talk about the patriarchy benefits men? Do you feel yeah. like... 
it benefits women at all? Can. Um, if a woman doesn't want to work, I mean, technically, like society won't look down on a woman who doesn't want to work as hard as they look down as men who don't want to work. So like, it's easier for women to get, to live on government assistance, to be in, um, section eight, to borrow money from people. Like, because it's like, you're the woman, you're weaker. You, You don't know how to do anything. Let me help you. Versus with like men. Like, this is where I say the negatives of the patriarchy comes in. It's like, you guys are on a lot of break. You have to continually work, work, work. You can't stop to think about your mental health. You can't be weak. None of that. Like, women's shelters are even more like, oh, let's help our women. They carry our children, everything, right? In that regard. Versus men's shelters are like, oh, these people are bums. They don't do anything. So I do feel like in that way, it can help women. But there's a lot of cons to it as well. So I'm not saying I'm for the patriarchy or against the patriarchy. I feel like there's an imbalance. So, And we see it in every aspect of life. Like even things as small as taking out the trash or walking on the side of the road. Like men and women have different roles in every single aspect of life due to that. Paying for dates. Like everything has to do with the patriarchy. So it's like women do benefit a little bit, but... It's also like a, you know, in what what downsides do women face today from the patriarchy? I'm not I'm not saying this out of ignorance. I want to see what you guys are gonna say. That's why unequal pay. That's a big one. Um, the court of law, sexual assault cases. Um, a lot of women don't get they're they're not heard. Um, when it comes to criminal like the the um reporting criminal activity. Uh, they don't listen to us. They don't listen to women when it comes to those things. They don't take us seriously. Um, there's just even um, sexual assault mm-hmm. in the military um, and in like the police force and in the like workplace. That. Women are just not viewed with respect. They get a lot of stereotypes. I mean, so do men too, but they get a lot of stereotypes projected on them because they're a woman. When a woman talks with authority, oh, she's a she's a bitch, she sucks, she's horrible, oh my god, she's always nagging. When a man speaks with authority, yeah, that's a true man, that's a true leader, da, 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 da. Like they said, the wage gap, like they said, sexual assault reportings, rape reportings, less safety for women. Men can walk outside at night and feel free, okay? Us women, everywhere we go, we gotta have a partner, a buddy, in a group with light, like... Exactly. And women have to work 10 times harder to even get recognized, like, in STEM fields and any male-dominated field, in the music industry. Like, so many industries that are male-dominated, a woman has to work 10, 20, 30 times harder than a man. So it's like, there's a lot of downfalls that people don't even think of. I, I was going to say, one obvious um, thing was talking about government assistance, women, infant, and children, WIC, um, like, that right there, um, just the fact that women have to get a extra assistance from the government because, you know, there, there's a lot of single mothers in America. You know what I mean? There's a lot of women that have to take care of their children alone because of patriarchy. So just um, a very obvious example right there. And then women are still viewed as... Like oh, the fact sorry. that the man... Women are still viewed as people. objects um, and property. So... Like, a lot of things, like, there are still laws, like, women can't even, like, do things while they're married to their husbands that are still, I don't know off my head, but I do know there are some laws, like, women can't, like, sign for certain things or um, attain certain things unless they have the permission of their husband. So it's still that, like, 
property ownership. And it goes back to biblical times, but, you know, everyone has their role to play, I feel like. So, yeah. Do you feel like um, that, like, tide is kind of changing a bit, like, in 2022? Slowly, but not in the way people think Slowly. that it is. You know, people really think, like, yeah, we're, we got a woman's movement. We're going to do a slut walk. We're going to take back our name and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, in the grand scheme of things, there's you're still in the patriarchy at the end of the day. Like, there's still a wage gap. For every dollar a man makes, a woman makes 55 cents. So it's like we're doing things yeah women can vote now women can be divorced now women can do certain things but it's just like many 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 things in the grand scheme of things so yeah i think this is um a mirror image of like systemic racism because we've done a lot as black people correct like we've made a lot of strides where we're you know we're you know in a different place completely than we were 50 years ago but there's still a very huge downfall when it comes to, you know, African-Americans um, receiving resources, stuff like that, because of the foundation of America. Um, and this also plays in the same, the same thing. Women can't, women are at a downfall, at a fault because of the foundation of America or the foundation of patriarchy, patriarchy in general. So those are two different sides and they are essentially the same thing. So I would hesitate with that one. With your hesitation. I will hesitate with that one. Because the mirroring aspect implies that it's the same. But racism, systemic racism is rooted in the slavery of human beings. Right? No. It's so not. what is it rooted in systemic then? Systemic racism the, goes beyond just slavery. Like there was racism in Africa. Like there's there's ra- it's, it's it goes with classism. Like there's so many other things that contribute to people but we're talking about american like racism to black people yes. that's what i'm assuming that when, I'm, when we're really talking about like to, american right? patriarchy, patriarchy in general um i'm talking about just the american system in, like in, we're talking about different things like um um government assistance we're talking about america we're talking about how women were 50 years ago 100 years ago so we're talking about america so i'm not saying that they're the same thing but when we say that women were not even they couldn't do certain things and i'm not saying it's the same exact thing of course racism was a hundred times worse if not a thousand times worse than you know um a lack of women women's rights but the mirror imaging is not a perfect imaging but i feel like if we're going to use examples that's almost the they, perfect. they follow the same path it's an yeah. like a yeah, similar is better i'm not gonna say the i agree it was worse but like there, you can see like similarities. Women were viewed as property. Black people were viewed as property. Women couldn't vote. Black people couldn't vote. Women couldn't obtain property. Black people couldn't obtain property. Now imagine being a black woman, like the combination of those both. But let me not delve into that because that's a whole other conversation. But yeah. I was even just gonna say like you know I mean? in in other countries. Like... <laughs> Sorry. <dude. laughs> In other countries, like like we were saying yesterday, like it's still normalized to to beat the living hell out of your wife, and and nobody blinks an eye. So like, there's so many disadvantages women still have to in 2022 that like, if it was a man, it would be looked at totally different. So it's like you can't even say that that um the mirror image is not similar because it is, 
even though it's not to the same degree, like there's still things like outside of just American slavery, racism that contribute to all of this. This conversation took a turn. For sure. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, it's all into mental health. Mental health of men, mental health. I mean, that's pretty much what we talked about is like mental health of men and how American society has played into that. Um, but you know, this is our first mental health episode. We got many more to come. Hmm. So true. We, we, there's a lot more to delve into with this topic. But um, yeah, I, I think we're reaching the limit here. Um, yeah, I mean, very interesting. I that 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 the subject matter we touched was uh, very interesting. But um, yeah, man. So um, yeah, it's time to wrap it up. You know, what I'm saying twenty somethings podcast. Two zero somethings underscore on Instagram. Follow us on there. We're also on TikTok. Uh, we're posting a lot of fire content. You know, I'm saying the quality going to increase. All this type of stuff in the new year. You know, respectfully. I mean? So yeah, man. And then, um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad <laughs> I didn't call Texas. Just kidding. Yes, me too. I know. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> we can have those conversations. But I wanna say if there's any men out there struggling, y'all could come talk to us. Because we and are women women, and, and women too. too. But I just wanna highlight the men just because you know they yeah. have a little relax, relax. I'm still pro woman. The men. Um if you're struggling with anything, <laughs> reach out to <laughs> any of us. Reach out to any of us. <laughs> Um, and we can, you know, have a conversation, you know. So yeah, be let's speak up. All right, then. To know what you guys think about all this, too, like let us know your yeah. thoughts and everything. Bashersky, sixty percent. All right, guys. Once again, you know, what I'm saying thank you for listening, and as always, love you. Thanks. All right, see y'all. Peace. <laughs>